Hi everyone. I hope all of you out there are staying safe and healthy and have been listening to some attention to detail while you have maybe a little extra time on your hands these days. Very excited to bring you today a cool episode, our chamber music draft. A few weeks ago we did a draft of our favorite symphonies and I got some new guests to come on and help me take on the world of chamber music. We're putting it up here in audio form. I have to apologize though because the audio got a little messed up on our Zoom call. This is probably something that all of you have dealt with in, you know, one way or another during this this quarantine, but the audio is a little iffy on this particular recording, and I think this is a better viewing product than purely listening. So if you want to see the video of this draft, which has a bunch of it's just fun to see the the video. If you want to do that, you can visit us at attentiontodetailpod.com where we've got the video up there and all of their playlists that our contestants chose and all that kind of stuff. But we've also put it up here in case you like the audio and you just want to listen to that. So again, apologies for the quality on the Zoom call. Go over to attentiontodetailpod.com and check out the video if you're interested. But without further ado, here is our chamber draft from Attention to Detail. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our second draft here at Attention to Detail. We did a draft a few weeks ago of our favorite symphonies, and I'm back joined by five of my close friends, colleagues, this time to draft chamber music. So we've got a new concept for the idea of this draft. We're going to be taking pieces with one to eight number of instrumentalists, players, musicians that are involved in the performance of those pieces. So each team is going to end with a solo piece for some instrument, a duo, a trio, all the way up to an octet. So our contestants will have to dig deep to try to rack their brains, come up with some pieces that fit some weird instrumentations like a septet or a quintet or a sextet. Not so many of those out there, but I have faith that our contestants are going to do a fantastic job. They've all been prepping diligently, I believe, and let's introduce them all before we get going with this draft. Picking first is going to be one of my closest friends, violinist in the Louisville Symphony, frequent performer in the Indianapolis Symphony, Maria Sems, of recent Instagram fame, both with her and her three sisters performing frequently as a quartet on Instagram. And if I'm correct, a founding member of the social distancing string quartet. So really repping the chamber music chops heavily during this time of quarantine. She is representing the San Francisco Mahler Niner. So she's going to be the first pick in the draft. Then we have a return appearance from my close friend, college roommate, recently awarded a DMA from the University of Michigan, which I am repping again today and also recently supplanted his life to sunny Florida, it seems, where he is really living the dream while the rest of us are stuck inside. Leo Singer is gonna be, this time, the Knickerbock Cello Suites, the New York Knickerbock Cello Suite. Then we've got Kyle Price, founder of the Caroga Arts Music Festival and cellist in the Cavani String Quartet, so a seasoned, chamber music professional, one of my closest and oldest friends way back to Bowdoin Music Festival where we were there with Leo as well. Some shenanigans went on when we were, you know, in high school. We won't talk about those on this podcast. He is the Rim Sky Korsakovs. Then we've got Francesca McNeely, another very close friend from, among other places, Tanglewood, which she seems to be repping today. Chellis, currently working in Boston, graduate of NEC in, and many other prestigious institutions, but we went to NEC together and she's now killing it on the cello in Boston. She is repping Boston with her team name of the Opus Massholes. And picking last but not least, we have Kevin Lynn, outgoing concertmaster of the London Phil, incoming concertmaster of 
my very favorite Indianapolis symphony orchestra. Fantastic violinist, frequent performer with many orchestras, including the Indianapolis Symphony, played a fantastic Tchaikovsky violin concerto, concerto. Tchaikovsky violin concerto with the Indianapolis Symphony last season. He's going to be the LA Swan Lakers. So those are our teams that are going to be picking today. I want to give a brief rundown of what I'm going to be looking for in the draft, what our uh, listeners can be looking for too. This is going to be an interesting one. There's a lot of good chamber music out there. And so I think our contestants are going to have a wide range to pick from. And so what I'll be looking for in a successful team when this is all said and done is people who end up with obviously some great pieces, some variety if they can get it in there. And, you know, we're, we'll be looking at some of the interesting spots will be six through eight because those get a little thin. And so I think people might need to be a little creative on some of those spots. We'll go over some of our rules of this draft just very quickly, aside from picking one through eight. The contestants, we've, made, we've come up with a couple few specific chamber music rules. Maximum three uses of the piano. So there's a lot of chamber music that uses the piano. Our contestants will have to come up with some other possibilities for some of their slots. So maximum three uses of the piano. Have to use a woodwind, brass, or percussion instrument other than the piano once. So you can't stick, although we have only string players here, they can't stick solely to string instruments and piano. Have to branch out a little bit and grab some other instrument. And like our symphonies draft, we're allowing one wild card substitution. That's going to be a chamber piece of greater than eight players that they can sub in for one of their spots. So that's nine through however many players, but it has to be a chamber piece. We're not allowing symphonies or concertos for the wild card. So I think that's it for our caveat rules. And I thought we should bring a quick special guest to get our draft kicked off and also announce the result of our audience vote from the previous draft. So I'm lucky to have the winner of the previous draft stuck in quarantine with me, my brother, Josh Joyce, who is here to give a little bit of word of advice to all of the contestants. What do you have to say to everybody? Yeah, you know, I would say the less you know, the better. Um, for me as an experience, I know very little about <laughs> classical music, and I came in, took the, took the draft by storm, so go with your gut, don't think about it a lot, and then also for those of you who are not the O singer, I would shoot for above fifth place, because I think fifth place is racked <laughs> up at this point, so that's all I have to say. Excellent. Thank you so much. You. Do you want to get this draft kick off for us? Yeah, you know? Yes. Okay. Maria? What's the team name? San Francisco Mahler 9. Okay. The 2020 Attention to Detail Chamber Music Draft is now open. The San Francisco Mahler Niners are now on the clock. All right. There you heard it Good from luck, the, the makeshift commissioner of our league here, Josh Joyce. Maria, you are on the clock with the first pick. What are you going to go with? Okay, here we go. I'm going to start with my eight-player piece, and I'm going to take Mendelssohn Octet. Mendelssohn Octet, first pick. I imagine that was going to go pretty quickly, targeting that difficult eight spot, picking up an absolute gem of a piece. Have you ever played the Mendelssohn Octet? I have, a long time ago. But you were three sisters playing the four violin parts. Actually, no, but that would be a good quarantine project. And who would get first violin in that scenario? Uh, well... Yeah. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. Here, we're saying Maria's getting the first pick. All right. Leo Singer up next. Mendelssohn Octet off the board. Love that first pick. I was considering that with my first pick. I, I think that was a great value spot there. I'm going to go with my sixth player, and I'm going to take Verclair to knock. Verclaire de Nacht by Schoenberg, Transfigured Night, excellent piece, targeting a composer who's probably going to be a little underrepresented in this draft of Schoenberg, but grabbing that week six spot as well. 
So I can tell our contestants are going for these high numbers because there's a lot of pieces in the low territory. So we're now on to Kyle Price, the Rimsky Korsakovs with the first pick in their draft. Yeah, those are both good selections. They're right at the top of my list. Um, I think I'm going to also go with uh, my sixth slot, and that's going to be Tchaikovsky Souvenir de Florence. Tchaikovsky Souvenir de Florence. Tchaikovsky, often considered more of a prolific symphony ballet composer, but has some excellent chamber music, including the Souvenir de Florence for Sextet. Excellent pick for the Rimsky-Korsakovs. Next up, we have Francesca McNeely, the Opus Massholes. Wide open board, what are we going with there? I must say I'm really disappointed to lose the Schoenberg, so I was hoping to make that move too. Mm. Um, but I think I'm going to go ahead and grab another sextet, which is the Brahms G major. Brahms G major sextet. My first ever performance at Tanglewood, which you are repping on your sweatshirt. Got reamed by my coach for not playing elegantly or loudly enough. So excellent memories of the Brahms G major sextet. An excellent piece, but tricky. Tricky, but yeah. excellent, excellent piece. Flow down memory lane. I'm here to help you out. Exactly. There's going to be a lot of trips down memory lane, poor trips down memory lane, because my <laughs> chamber music career personally was short-lived and unsuccessful. So in any case, Kevin Lynn is up for the first of his picks, and we're going to snake back, and he'll have another pick as well. I should mention, by the way, we tried to do this totally fairly, so I randomly generated the order of this draft. So Francesca randomly got robbed of their clerk not. So Kevin, first pick. Awesome, I think I should take advantage of the rare octets and I'm gonna go with the Inescu octet. Inescu octet, I know for a fact my inside sources were telling me that some other people were also interested in that piece. So excellent to grab that other fantastic octet by a fantastic violinist. And we're coming back to you for another pick here. And the next thing I need, I think I got to go with my seven player picks. And that's going to be the Beethoven Septet. Beethoven Septet. One of the most popular pieces during Beethoven's life when he wrote it. Fell a little bit out of favor after he died, but is having something of a comeback, I would say, in the 21st century here grabbing Beethoven and one of the few septets that exist. There might be five total septets from like A through D list composers total. So I guess maybe we could fill out the spot, but I imagine some people will have to use their wild card on the seven. But Kevin grabs the septet. Back to Francesca, who has the Brahms sextet number two. What's your second pick gonna be? Now, and I got to go with one of my all-time favorite pieces of chamber music, period, which is, and I'm a little biased, but it's also amazing, um, Schubert Cello Quintet, please. Schubert quintet, please. Cello Quintet. I honestly thought that might be the first pick in the draft. Uses all strings, so you're not using a piano. An excellent, excellent piece. Can get a little long in some performances, so you got to take a little bit of a quicker tempo, but, you know. Excellent piece, grabbing a super gem there and haven't used the piano yet. So back to Kyle, Souvenir de Florence so far. What are you going with for the second pick? And octets are flying off the board, so I think I got to grab one. I'm going to go with the Shostakovich octet. Shostakovich octet, another excellent piece. Short piece, only two movements, but also a huge cello solo. Figured... There would be a lot of competition for the cello solos. We have three cellists on this draft. Soul C, all the way. <laughs> Excellent. So we are back now to Leo Singer. He got Verklertenacht with his first pick. What are you going with on this second pick? I'm going to stick with the theme of massive cello solos and go with the Brahms B major trio. Excellent. Excellent. Brahms B major trio. Trio number one. Personally, I don't even know if it's that much of a hot take. Maybe, in my mind, maybe the best piano trio ever composed. Monster cello solo to open. So we are back 
to Maria. San Francisco Mahler Niners grabbed the Mendelssohn Octet with the first pick. And now two picks for the San Francisco Mahler Niners. What are you going with first? Okay, great. So <clears throat> some of my favorite sextets were already taken, but I'm going to go with the Dvorak string sextet. Dvorak string sextet. I like that pick. That is a piece that I know very little about other than having listened to some of it once in preparation for this draft, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. So you're grabbing an excellent, excellent master there of Dvorak, keeping some of those really prolific German composers on the board for later, which I also like. And so now we've got one more pick for Maria San Francisco Mahler Niners. What are you going with to start the third round? I'm debating between a couple things. The seventh spot is also a tricky one, but I'm going to choose another all-string piece, Strauss Metamorphosen. Ooh, so are you subbing Metamorphosen in? Oh, I was thinking of the... Is there a... Uh, how many players does Metamorphosen have? Seven. Seven? I think it is seven. That is an incredible uh, find for, I thought, I've only heard Metamorphosen in string orchestra form, but. No, I've, I've only played the septet version. So if that counts, if that's cool. If that absolutely works. counts and an excellent find because that wasn't even on my radar. I knew I was going to be stumped at some point in this draft, but to get such a gem of a piece, super late Strauss in the seventh spot, excellent, excellent pick thinking not even outside of a box, just that was a blind spot of mine, stellar pick by uh, Mahler Miners. All right, we are back to the New York Knickerbock cello suites, have Brahms B major trio and Verklärtenacht. We've got a little bit of an Oscar German theme going here, what's next? So I'm nervous about the sevens and the eights at this point, so, you know, I don't love the eights that are available. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to pick a seven. It's a little bit of a deep dive, but I'm going to get my winds brass out of the way and draft Histoire du Soldat Stravinsky, my septet. Histoire du Soldat by Stravinsky, a piece that I'm pretty sure I know for a fact Leo Singer had to conduct in intro conducting is that is, am i correct on that i feel like you had to conduct that piece at one point it is unfortunately correct yeah prolific conductor of the royal march from Ispar du soldat by stravinsky but an excellent piece nice little neoclassical piece we should mention one extra rule that we're including in this draft which is that there are some chamber pieces that are arranged for multiple configurations so Histoire has a trio version as well. That is off the table. So we can only take a piece one time. It can be in any configuration, but once it's taken, that piece is off the board. So Histoire is off the board and we are back to the Kyle Price, Rimsky, Korsakovs, Tchaikovsky Souvenir de Florence, Shostakovich Octet, no piano used yet, Russian theme going for this team. What do we got next? So next I'm gonna go to the quintet region. And uh, I'm going to reach for a wind player. I'm going to go with the uh, Mozart clarinet quintet. Mozart clarinet quintet. Stellar, stellar piece. Using Mozart in a good spot there. Also checking the winds off. Saving the piano spots for later. Excellent pick in my, in my opinion. Gem of a piece. Yes. Thank you. I think clarinet is a good direction to go if you want to use your woodwind instrument. There are a lot of good woodwind instruments, but there's some incredible chamber music for the clarinet, so we'll see if there are any more appearances of clarinet in this draft. Francesca, Opus Massholes, we've got the Schubert Quintet and the Brahms Sextet number two. Some excellent chamber pieces there. What are you going with now? So I'm going to do something that I didn't think I was going to do because I'm going to give up on one of my favorite pieces in order to do this next pick. Exciting. Later, but I'm going to grab my septet spot and do the Ravel introduction in Allegro. Ravel introduction in Allegro. That is a septet indeed. Really good piece. Another one that I 
admittedly listened to mostly in preparation for this draft when I was looking up septets. Um, but I very much enjoyed it. Don't tell us what your favorite piece is because I am curious if it'll come back and you'll grab it at some point. If we get to the end and you haven't taken it, or maybe you, maybe one of your favorite pieces is by Ravel and you took a Ravel there. Don't tell us if it doesn't get covered until the end, we'll come back. And I'm very curious what one of your favorite pieces is. We are back to Kevin. He's got his two top spots filled, Beethoven Septet, Inescu Octet. Two more picks for the L.A. Swan Lakers. I'm going to go with one of my favorite pieces uh, in the sextet spot. So that's going to be the Chasson Concerto for Violin, Piano, and String Quartet. Ooh, nice. Very good. So Chasson, Violin, Piano, and String Quartet. So we have filled now the top three spots. And Kevin has one more pick for the LA Swan Lakers. Is this going to be a quintet? We're just going in reverse order here. I'm going to give a little bit of love to the, uh, to the brass community, and I'm going to go with Brahms Horn Trio. Ooh, Brahms Horn Trio. Another phenomenal piece. Checking off that woodwind slash brass category. Written originally for the natural horn. Lots of Brahms trios for our, our contestants to choose from. There's a clarinet, there's a horn. That's another one of the pieces that I performed not so well in my non-prolific chamber music career. Uh, rough memories of that one too. A little tricky last movement there. Won't talk about that performance. Coming back to Francesca for the fourth pick. So far, five, six, and seven spots are filled. Schubert, cello quintet, Brahms sextet number two, and Ravel introduction in Allegro. So I'm going to go down to my twos and grab a sonata, which is the first sonata off the board. Sorry, what are you going with? Say it again. I interrupted you, but this is the first sonata off the board. And I shouldn't have interrupted. What are we getting for a sonata off the board? You're getting another cello-centric piece, but the Beethoven A major. Beethoven A major. My personal favorite Beethoven cello sonata. I figured there would be some cello sonatas going. Excellent, excellent choice. Love that opening to the sonata category. I think we're going to get a lot more of those sonatas, but taking like I said, my own personal favorite, Beethoven Cello Sonata in the A major. Great selection. Back to Kyle Price, Rimsky Korsakovs. We've got the Shostakovich Octet, Tchaikovsky Souvenir de Florence, and the Mozart Clarinet Quintet. So win category is checked off. No piano has been used. Good spot so far. Yeah, I'm, I'm debating a, about a couple of things, um, but I'm looking at the quartet section, and if I could take all eight selections on quartet, I would, um, being a string quartet junkie. But I'm, I think I'm going to go with uh, Beethoven's Opus 132 string quartet. Ooh, all right, Beethoven Opus 132, grabbing the first late Beethoven string quartet. I was curious if we would get any of those and which ones we would get as the famous Heiliger Dankesang movement. Very, very yeah. beautiful string quartet. Some intense outer movements as well. Love that choice if our listeners like slightly odd but incredible music. The Beethoven late string quartets are an excellent place to look. Like that pick, we're back to Leo Singer's New York Knickerbock cello suites. Brahms B major, Schoenberg Verklerta, Histoire, what are you going with next? Kyle, I love the 132 pick. And I think I'm going to follow suit and take a Beethoven quartet. I have one question for the commissioner, which is I'm, I would like to take Beethoven 130, but I would like the Grossa Fugue ending, which mm -hmm. technically has the 133 opus separately, but I would like to take it all as 130 if it's, I mean, that's up to you. That's yeah, totally against the composer's intentions. We're obviously not going to be able to allow that at all. So, no, I'm kidding. 130 with the original Grossa Fugue ending. I like the pick for our listeners who don't know that piece as well. Excellent fifth movement, the Cavatina movement, another super beautiful piece for string quartet. 
And the Grossa Fugue that Leo is talking about is this massive fugue movement to end this piece. Very intense, kind of a window into the mind of a completely deaf, kind of acerbic composer who is maybe losing his mind, maybe a genius. So an excellent, excellent choice, Beethoven 130. Little run on the Beethoven late string quartets here. Now we are back to Maria Sem's San Francisco Mahler Niners. We've got the Dvorak string sextet, Metamorphosen and Mendelssohn octet, so the top spots are filled. What are you going with now? Well, Kyle took my quartet choice, so I'm going to need a little time to get over that. So I'm going to go to five now, and I'm going to use my woodwind and do the Prokofiev quintet. Prokofiev quintet. Excellent, excellent piece. I highly recommend all of our listeners go listen to the Prokofiev Quintet. Kind of early Prokofiev, a little bit uh, very modernist in some ways, but incredibly fun to listen to. Kind of ballet music. Great, great piece, the Prokofiev Quintet, grabbing those wins. All right, and we've got another pick. So five through eight are filled for the SF Mahler Miners. We've got one through four left. Are you going to get over that quartet disappointment here or save it for later? I think I need to save it for later. So I'm going to have to go out of order now. And I'm going to go back to strings and do the Dachnani string trio. Ooh, Dachnani string trio. Dachnani is a composer that maybe many of our listeners do not know super well but a phenomenal, phenomenal composer with some great chamber music. I have heard personally Kevin Lynn perform the last movement of the Dachnani string trio. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't even know if you remember that, but the, in indie, it was like maybe oh, yeah. Incredibly fun last movement to the piece, but the whole piece is a great, great piece. So again, string trio. A lot of piano options for the San Francisco Mahler Niners left, haven't used the piano. Very good work. So we've got Leo Singer back up, the New York Knickerbock Cello Suites. Just to look at that team, we've got the Brahms first trio, Beethoven 130, Grosse Fugue original ending, Verklertenacht and Histoire. So a little bit of uh, straight down the middle, Austro-German romantic repertoire there, and then some uh, nice 20th century, early 20th century works in the higher regions. So we've got Leo back up looking for a one, two, five, or eight. So I'm going to go a little out of the box here, I and like I'm going to take Schubert Winterreise. Schubert Winterreise as a duo, going with the song cycle, the first vocalist, I believe, to be used in our chamber music draft. An excellent, excellent song cycle there. Kind of depressing, but very moving nonetheless. So if you're in the mood for a little bit of a downer story, but some excellent music, look no further than Schubert's Winterreise. So I like it, grabbing, grab, sticking to the Austro-Germans there, although he has Stravinsky, but Another fantastic piece. So we've got Kyle Price, Rimsky Korsakov's back now. One, two, three, and seven left to be filled. Yeah, I'm debating about a couple of trios. Um, and there's just so many good ones. Uh, but I think I'm going to have to go with uh, the Ravel trio. Ravel piano trio. I'm wondering if that was Francesca's piece that she was talking about. Maybe not. Who knows? We'll find out later. <laughs> Ravel Piano Trio, I like it. As Kyle mentioned, I'm curious to see. Uh, there are still, I guess, only Francesca has the three spot left to fill. So in fact, Francesca can wait until the last round to fill the three spots because no one's going to take any of those anymore. And there are a lot of good trios still out there. So that's going to be a good potential last round pick because everyone else has taken a trio and there are many, many good ones left. So we are now at Francesca, the Opus Massholes. We've got two, five, six, and seven filled. The trio spot is a block. So what are you going with here? Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Now I'm no problem, no problem. Yeah. 
Um, so I think I'm going to go with my quartet pick. And I know it's a slightly unusual pick, but I'm going to go with um, Schumann, Opus 41, number, number one. Number one, the best of the three. An excellent pick. Devoted listeners of this podcast will know that I'm a huge, huge Schumann fan. Leo Singer and I have performed that piece together, have it on video. Our violist, who will remain nameless, knocked over all of his music when he walked out to start the concert, and then almost kicked over his stand when he stood up to bow. It was quite the performance, really memorable. One of my better chamber music performances, Opus 41, <laughs> number one. Large, large uh, representation sonically from the cello in that performance. Dominated the sound a little bit, but it was good. So we're coming back to the Kevin Lynn's LA Swan Lakers. We've got one, two, four, and five left. Just looking here, I guess Maria has not grabbed a quartet yet, but other than that, everyone has filled the quartet. Leo has not grabbed a quintet yet, but other than that, everyone has filled the quintet. So those categories are a little safer, and we've also got one and two, and Kevin's got two picks here. So what are you thinking for this first pick? I'm deciding. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the quintet. I'm going to do a shout-out to the – to the uh, woodwinds this time. I'm going to do Mozart clarinet quintet. Already been taken, I think. Kyle already grabbed really? it. Yes, Kyle already grabbed the Mozart clarinet. All right, I, sorry, I didn't pay attention. No, to that. no problem. Right. In that case, since Kyle stole that, I am going to take the Rachmaninoff cello sonata. Ah, Rachmaninoff. Wow, a non-cellist on this draft of three cellists grabbing the Rachmaninoff cello sonata. Rachmaninoff, excellent, excellent composer, writer of fantastic melodies, and really just a super, super romantic, emotional cello sonata. Excellent, excellent piece. And we are back to Kevin for one more pick here. The one, four, and five spots still open. Um, man, I've used up all my piano pianos, right, at this point? I think, I think I have. You have. So it's going to require a string quintet, a string quartet, and a, some sort of solo string piece. That being said, luckily, there are a lot of good pieces in all of those categories. So Exactly. I am going to, I'm going to take the uh, Ravel string quartet. Ravel string quartet. Guy seems to be a popular composer on this draft. Excellent, excellent piece. Some cool effects for the string quartet. I was wondering if we would get any more modern string quartets. There is the first one. Great, great piece, the Ravel string quartet. So now we've taken actually the Ravel trio, the Ravel string quartet, Ravel introduction and allegro. Feel like we may have covered the Ravel chamber music in its entirety. <laughs> Listen, he's a hot composer, I guess. So we've got Francesca back up, the Opus Massholes. We've got one, three, and eight left. Leo still has not taken an eight, so that category is not a lock. But the three is the lock, so, so one or eight, maybe. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm definitely thinking about um, going eight and using a wild card for that pick. Opening My up the wild card category. Yeah, for, for number eight. I'm sort of debating going Russian or American. Angel, I don't know. That, it's, it's a tough pick. Um, Americans in the uh, direction. We have not had an American picked yet on any of our drafts. So I'm curious if you'll go that way. Is that a nudge? That a little hand I would love to get an American in there. Listen, I mean, I'm not trying to sway the picks in any way, but we've got to represent it a little bit. You know, we're getting rocked by the coronavirus, but we can still compose, so. <laughs> and what, given, given the Tanglewood connection, I'm going to go with Copeland Appalachian Spring. Uh, uh, chamber. Excellent piece. Maybe the best American piece ever composed. So that's going in your eight spot? Yeah, it is. And just to be clear, that's the version for 13 instruments and not the full orchestra version, because, of course, that would be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I like the pick of specifically the version for 13 instruments. Yes, I had a so, chance to play it. Now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm thinking about it, that version does use piano. So I'm, I don't know if, I don't know if we clarified whether like the wild card counts in the piano category. Are you going to be? Know, yeah, I'll be okay. Okay. I think I'll be okay. okay. I think we'll, so then that's three pianos. You'll be fine nonetheless. You've got a trio up your sleeve that doesn't involve piano. Wait, where do I, I think I only have two pianos so far. Oh, okay. yeah. Intro and Allegro has a piano, right? Okay. No? Does not. Hard. Okay. okay. So second, second error by, by me so far. Excellent. Excellent. You're totally safe. Disregard everything that I've said. If there's one catchphrase from this entire draft, it's disregard everything that I've said. So Kyle, back up. Seven, two, and one left. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking at the one spot. And I don't know, again, up to the commissioner. Uh, I mean, it's typically not something I hear on chamber music concerts often, uh, more so solo concerts. But uh, I think I want to go with uh, Bach, cello suite number one. Absolutely uh, a right. legitimate piece. All right. The one spot is not really a chamber music piece for anyone, but I love that choice. Can I ask you why you chose the first suite particularly? It's just a classic, you know, prelude all the way. So I always come back to it. I'm like, this is a great piece. I wish you play this more. So I am with you on that one. They are, they're all great pieces. I was trying to decide what my favorite violin sonata partita and what my favorite cello suite was. Very tricky. They're all good, but I like the choice of the first suite. So Leo, NY, Knickerbock cello suites, little review of the lineup, one, five, and eight still open. Got one more piano spot allowed. So what are you going with here? So here, I think I'm going to shout out to my, one of my favorite movies, Amadeus, and go with my wild card in the eighth spot and take the Mozart wind serenade, the Grand Partita. Mm, excellent choice. Excellent choice. But Ken Woodwind's there uses a basset horn. I don't think we were going to get that in instrument anywhere else in this draft. So I like the representation of an instrument that doesn't even make it into the symphony orchestra. Very famous scene in Amadeus where Salieri is like looking at his music and he sees that Mozart is a genius and they play Grand Partita. Excellent, excellent piece. Nice wild card grabbing some good Mozart in the eighth spot. So we are back to Maria, double pick here, one, two, and four left. We have not used a piano yet, if I'm not mistaken. No, no pianos, but I'm going, I'm about to use a piano. And I think I'm, I'm the last one to pick a four, right? You are the last one to pick a four, so you can actually wait on that. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna save my four. Nice. And I'm going to do, I'm going to go to my second pick and I'm going to use the WC Violin Sonata. So there's my piano. Excellent choice. One of the best violin sonatas, getting some French music in there. Really popular on this draft, those French composers. And we've got another pick for Maria, and I'm just looking at it here. You haven't used piano. You have your pick, because I am noticing something that very much surprises me, in fact. No piano quartets have been taken in this draft. And to me, piano quartet is one of the most solid categories. So if you're thinking that direction, you have your pick of any piano quartet, the three Brahms, the Schumann, but I don't want to sway any sort of picks, and that one is a lock, so maybe you want to go one first. I'm not sure. Yeah, I have my fourth one chosen. I'm going to save that as a surprise for later. But um, for one, I'm going to choose Bach's uh, violin partita number two. Because partita of, number two. Because of the chaconne. Because of the chaconne, but I, I don't was, know if I'm allowed to choose a movement. Probably not, but. No, I go with the whole thing because the whole thing is excellent. When I was thinking about what my favorite, that was a much easier one to sell on my favorite Bach sonata or partita versus the cello suites. I like that one. My audition, my standard Bach 
uh, unaccompanied audition piece for about 12 years was due from Partita number two. Played that in seven consecutive lessons. Um, taking advantage uh, very, very inappropriately of my teacher's relative inability to remember what I had brought the previous week by bringing the same piece seven times in a row. <laughs> yeah, so I, but I like that piece nonetheless. So we've got Leo, New York, Knickerbock, Cello Suites coming back for one or five. Several people have not yet filled the five category. I mean, the, the one category, five, Kevin and you still have to fill. So neither is a lock, but what do we got? So I think I want to go, I want to take a piano quintet. Yeah. But Kevin's filled all of his piano slots, correct? That is correct. Yeah, so the piano quintets are locks. So I have a free piano quintet choice. Yes. Great. That is so I'm going to take my one, and I'm going to take Bach. Well, go off the beaten track. Why not? What are you, what are you debating here? So my debate is to go with the Dallabaco 11 Caprices for solo cello, which are incredible and worth a shout out on this thing, which yeah. I don't no, there's just they are just incredible, incredible pieces. Thinking about possibly going with a Bieber solo violin sonata. <laughs> we, we we were talking about this before. I actually really like that pit. You could you could throw one of those in there. Like it's before it's written before the Chaconne and is just about the most incredible solo violin. There's a there's a a, a fugue at the end of his Rosary sonatas, which is unbelievable. Just worth checking out. I have two kind of two instruments though, maybe. Possibly right, because there's I was gonna use a loophole there because, you know, it's continuo and unclear if that's keyboard, if that counts as you know might be overruled by the commission. So I'm actually I you know, as I have to I think I'm gonna go with my favorite box suite, the fifth box suite cello. Fifth box suite for cello. Also an excellent one. version. Four. Which one? Tune down version. The tune down version. Okay, excellent. Just to clarify that, that's excellent. A little score detura for uh, the suite number five. Good shout out there to a composer that I have literally never heard of. Can you mention that composer one more time? Dalabaco or Bieber? Dalabaco. Never oh. heard of that composer in my life. I highly recommend listening to the Eleven Caprices. Also, for the teachers out there, they're wonderful pieces for students to learn if they need an introduction to Baroque music. Look at that. A little teaching, a little pedagogical advice, along with some listening advice all here on the draft. I love it. All right, so we are back to the Rimsky-Korsakov's two-spot and seven-spot, both of which are locks. Although, I, if I'm not mistaken, haven't used the wild card yet. Right, haven't used the wild card. And I'm surprised there's one pretty obvious duo on the table still. Um, but I'm just going to go for a more well-rounded lineup here. I'm going to go a little bit outside the box, and I'm going to kind of honor my, uh, my family's all full of violas. So I'm going to go off the beaten path and go with uh, Rebecca Clark Viola Sonata. Whoa, that is off the beaten path. Rebecca Clark Viola Sonata. I think maybe the third time that I have been stumped on this. So good. It's so good. I cannot say that I have ever heard that piece. Oh, oh. I will listen to it now. I will absolutely listen to it now. To To be honest, don't spend a lot of time listening to Viola Sonatas. (laughs) That's just hate to say it. It's very, it's, it's got a great story. The Block 1919 suite, it's this whole drama. So, but anyway. Check it out. You notice, no coincidence that there are no violists represented. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right, so we are back to Francesca, the Opus Massholes, one in three spots. The piano, you've got one piano left, which I mistakenly aired on before so the piano trios are still available as well as the solo stuff 
I think I'm going to fill out my solo spot. Um, and while I'm very tempted to go down the Bach route, I'm going to resist. And I'm going to go with Britain Solo Cello Suite number three. And it's like one or three, but I want to just go three. Very good choice. I had some inside sources telling me that that piece was also going to be hot. I thought that maybe was what uh, Leo Singer was going with, with his off the beaten path choice. But I am very happy that Britain is getting a shout out in one of these lineups as well. A super underrated composer. That is an excellent, excellent piece. Nice choice. So we are at Kevin Lynn's LA Swan Lakers to fill out the lineup, two picks. We've got one and five. And I think you're going to have to do this without a piano. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. It's, it's too easy to do a Bach, even though I, I love Maria's choice of Bach geometry, specifically because of the Chacon. But I think I'm going to do a little bit of a uh, contemporary modification with that and go with the Izai solo sonata number two. Mm, little Izai. Izai solo sonata number two, which is the one, if I'm not mistaken, that uses the Bach suite. Uses number three. number three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely one to go listen to the Izai solo sonata number two, although all of those pieces are very good. We didn't get anyone taking the Bartok solo sonata, which I thought might have gone, but that was, I like that pick as well. Izai solo sonata number two. All right, so we are in the last round, Kevin. Time to fill out the roster with a quintet. Although I'm also looking at it, you you technically have the wild card right still available so you can either go quintet or wild card uh, that's exactly what i'm gonna do. i'm gonna go with a composer that doesn't usually unless i'm mistaken doesn't usually do chamber works but i'm gonna go with wagner mm. wagner siegfried idol for chamber orchestra very nice wagner siegfried idol i think that might be the only wagner available for any sort of chamber ensemble a collection of themes from his opera Siegfried written for his wife on her birthday, the wife that he stole from his very close friend in an incredibly weird, awkward personal encounter. So I highly recommend those who want a little 18th, 19th century romantic drama look up the whole shenanigans between Wagner, Cosima Wagner, Hans von Bülow some great great uh very exciting narrative there from the 19th century uh composer richard wagner all right we are back to francesca for the last piece she's had the trio spot locked for a long time and saved a piano for this trio spot so you have your pick of piano trios if you want to go that direction what's the what's the choice going to be well i'll let you into my my thinking here because i was actually pretty much holding out to do Mendelssohn Piano Trio number two, but I'm having a slight, I mean, it's an amazing piece, but I'm having a bit of like a pivot because I feel like, you know me, I like my modern music and I feel like there hasn't been enough in my, you know, just shout outs. So I'm also debating Schoenberg String Trio. Ooh, Schoenberg um, String Trio is a masterpiece. That would be yeah. a pick. The Mendelssohn second, I also, is my, one of my favorites. I prefer to the first, so I would love that pick as well. It's your call. Whether, God, you, it's want, a tough whether you want to kind of sell out a little bit to the crowd-pleasing type of piece, because I have a feeling I know which one of those will play better to a large audience, or if you want to keep your musical integrity and go with a masterpiece in the string trio. So that is up to you. I love that you framed it that way. That's really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves a sellout. So now that I'm in this place, um, you know, and because, you know, I, I will, I'll accept the loss if this costs me the vote, but I think I'll go with the Schoenberg String Trio. Look at that. that. I represent. You go down with your integrity. At least I will. down with integrity. No, I... In fact, I encourage all of our listeners to listen to the Schoenberg String Trio and potentially vote for it because it's an excellent, excellent piece. All right, we've got Kyle Price back up. Seven spots left to be filled. I'm imagining it's 
So Kyle has saved his wild card. Seven is getting a little thin. I'm not sure there is even another set pet out there, but you know, if you yeah. want one, by all means. Yeah, no, I was I was thinking about, you know, there's there's one other septet that I was kind of thinking about, but I think I'm gonna go with a wild card. Um and I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna represent Cello World here and go with uh, Via Lobos, Bacchiana's Brasilieris number five uh, with voice and cellos. Yeah. Nice. That's a great one. Very good. My hero. <laughs> Did not expect Via Lobos to get in there, but the Bacchiana's Brasilieris pieces are fantastic. We've got a lot of representation here from different composers. I'm, I'm liking it a lot. So we've got Leo Singer has had the piano quintets locked for a while. Going to be interesting to see where he goes here because we've got Brahms off the table. We've got, I'm just looking at it now, some really stud piano quintets still left there. We've got the Dvorak. We've got the Schumann. What do yeah. you think of? So, first of all, I want to note, Francesca, you've got just about the hardest selection of pieces to play I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Appalachian Spring, Britain Three, the Schoenberg String Trio is ridiculous. I mean, that is just unbelievable. I mean, a testament to some strong cello players on this on this on this podcast, I guess. Yeah, I have been glutton for punishment. What can I say? <laughs> I forgot to announce, which I should announce right now. Our contestants all know this already, but they will all be performing the complete list of their works. <laughs> immediately following this podcast. They all have their instruments ready. And so it's going to be a six hour long feature right after to hear them all play every part of the pieces that they've chosen. An acapella, right? Yeah, no, no, no that's, that's of course a joke. All right, so piano quintets. So here's my thinking here is there's the Dvorak piano quintet, which is just an unbelievable piece and a crowd pleaser and one of the more well-known things. It also allows a little bit of national diversity on my list. So that fits a lot of needs. There are also some deeper cuts. Like I wanted to get a Louise Ferenc piece on the symphonies. There's an amazing Louise Ferenc piano quintet with the same instrumentation as the trout, which is not programmed nearly enough. She was an amazingly influential composer, teacher, administrator, and everything. So thinking about that, or I'm thinking about some inst more instrumental diversity. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Schumann on Dante and Variation yeah. for two pianos, two cellos, and French horn. I honestly have to tell you, we were, we were discussing some, some draft. I completely forgot that that piece was on the table. I, this is this is my personal favorite piece of chamber music ever written. I've mentioned it on this podcast, so don't want to sway you anyway. Let's hear what your choice is, but you know that would be an excellent cut. Also, there's technically two pianos, so I don't know if that goes over my piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one per per work, three piano works. Really tough. I I have to do. I'm going to do the Schumann on Dante and variations. This highly, I would love to play with either of the cellists on this on this panel anytime. Oh, I would love to hear you play this little run at the end of the middle section that goes way way up the A string, incredibly hard to play in tune. If you want to do a little demo at the end of this, that would be fantastic. We unfortunately have that also video recorded, and I yeah. would rather not listen to that. On. We have that on video. We've got that on video. Leo Singer performing the Schumann on Dante and variations. But yeah, a is fantastic this, piece that I encourage all of our listeners to go check out. Is it a nose-go situation? Like, is Leo, like whoever, yeah, I don't want to play that we, we'll, okay. Yeah, there exactly, we go. exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so last pick. We've got Maria to fill out her team with a quartet spot. Actually, have not used the wild card yet, but maybe don't need to. You've got... Piano quartets available, string quartets available, and a great spot for this last pick. So what are you going to go with? So my two string quartets that I had thought I could or would use, Beethoven 132 was taken, and then Ravel was taken, and then I just waited too long. 
and I don't have any Brahms. So. There are three very good Brahms piano quartets. I think I will use Brahms, but I was also debating going a little, going a little odd and using the Britain oboe fantasy, but I oh. think it would round out my selection more if I chose Brahms. So. Either way, I, Brahms is my favorite composer, so, and the piano quartets are some of my favorite pieces, but the Britain would also be great. Either way. I'm going to go with the Brahms, the first piano quartet, the one in G minor. Brahms' first piano quartet, not the Schoenberg orchestration of that piece, because that, of course, would not be allowed, but it is a very fun piece to listen to as well. But yeah, the Brahms' first piano quartet, Little spooky, excellent, excellent piece, fast, Rondo, last movement. I love that to fill out that team right there. So I'm just looking over each of the teams now. We've got a complete set of teams here that look fantastic. Let's just go through, and I want each of our teams to briefly kind of take us through their team, what they like about their team, what they feel like they missed out on kind of little bit of an opportunity to sell your team to the listeners, why you think these pieces are worth listening to, and what went into your construction of your roster. So we, we might go in draft order. Maria, you want to start us off and talk us through your team a little bit? Yeah, so I think Mendelssohn Octet is my favorite piece on the on the roster. That's why I snagged that one so early. I'm a little string heavy, I will say. I thought I would use more pieces with woodwinds, but I think the uh, variety of composers, I think it's good. I like the, the Brahms Piano Quartet maybe is overplayed a little bit, but it's a really good piece. Yeah. So You've got a lot of variety in there, lots of national variety. You've got some Eastern European, you've got some French some German, some Russian, some Baroque, some Romantic, some modern, very good variety selection. No worries on being string heavy. It's the best family of instruments that we have. So you nailed it, as we can all attest to. All right, we've got the Leo NY Knickerbock Cello Suites. You did take, I'm seeing, some box suites to honor your name. I, I, you know, it pushed me over the edge with the Bach. I could have gone the Dalabaco route, but kind of had to do the Bach suite. I could have done the, you know, well, neither here nor there. In any case, you know, I'm looking through, and and I think what my team glaringly lacks is the is the national national diversity, but I think I make up for that with a lot of variety of instrumentation like very few standard notation pieces. And then even my quartet, the Grosse Fugue is outrageous. So I, I, I think each of these pieces is out of the box in its own way. The, even the box suite has a tuning change. So there really is diversity through it, even though it's pretty Austro-Germanic tradition. And, you know, I, I, you know, I, ah, that, Louise Ferenc in the end, but Schumann on Dante, very, it's too good. The Ferenc piece I, we li I listened to, and it, it is very, very good. So we'll just tell people to go listen to it anyways. I'm really happy with my team. I got basically all of my favorite composers, Beethoven, Brahms, Bach, Schubert, Schumann, Mozart, Stravinsky, Schoenberg. Like, I really feel good about getting my greatest hits. Yeah, I, and as you mentioned, I mean, you and I both, very Austro-Germanic heavy taste, but I think that's no problem. I think what's interesting about your team, as I'm looking through it now, as you mentioned, you took all these standard composers, some of their very unstandard works. So that's a good theme throughout the team. So we've got Kyle Rinsky Korsakovs. Let's look at yours a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about how it all, all ended up. Uh, there was definitely the Mendelssohn Octet first selection definitely threw me for a loop initially, but I feel like the Shostakovich Octet's uh, it's really good as well. And then from there it gets a little crazy. Um, 
but you know i have to say i'd listen to anyone's playlist like 100 times over uh who selected today so this has been pretty fun and i mean when it comes to just uh the unconventional picks i, I still feel like Lobos and clark they're they're things that really people should check out and listen to they're very uh different than the other kind of mainstream composers here mozart beethoven um tchaikovsky but um really great pieces and obviously souvenirs amazing piece and uh so yeah i like that it's well-rounded and uh i think it's a pretty good lineup very good lineup tons of stylistic diversity in there only knock is you picked a viola sonata i had to i had to <laughs> about that but otherwise incredibly strong choices all right francesca the opus mass holes take us through your lineup yeah, so I'll say I was, you know, really gunning for that Verklaertenacht. That was what I really wanted to be my first move. Because I think of all the sextet picks, it's probably my favorite out there. Um, so not to you, Leo. Good job there. Um, so I think after that, I, I had to give up on a couple of things I really wanted to have. And so my, the Ravel, I really wanted that Ravel trio. It's one of my is, favorite pieces, flat is that, out. Is that the mystery piece you were talking about? Yeah, that was the, the big one that I had to just make a strategic move away from. but. One of my favorite pieces, flat out. Um, but, I mean, I think the, well, Schubert Cello Quintet was also on my must-have. So at least I got that. Um, but I had to sort of re-strategize in some places. But I think everything I got, I mean, everything on my playlist, so to speak, is definitely a piece with either something I've played or just had a personal story with. And, I mean, and I think true to me in that there's a good, decent amount of modern representation, which is always kind of where my heart lies a little bit. So. I'm pretty happy with it. And for anybody who's nervous about the modern selections, do it. <laughs> Just yeah. listen. Amazing stuff. I think that's an excellent point. Somehow I'm looking at your lineup and I also have, I think with your lineup more than any others, I have the most personal performance connections to yours as well. So I, I uh, am very happy with your choices based on my own performance choices myself, but also I'm glad you've got an American in there, you've got some modern music in there, a lot of diversity in this one as well. Another excellent lineup. And lastly, we've got Kevin, the LA Swan Lakers. Let's take, take us through yours. I think I'm a little skewed being an orchestral player myself. I, I am a sucker for thick harmonies. So I'm looking through my picks and they are, as I, I don't know, these, these composers are literally as thick as it gets. Um, I mean, even the Rachmaninoff cello sonata, that thing is just, that's like thick with so many C's. Um, and I mean, Inescu Octet and all these other places, I mean, if, you, if, if any of the listeners out there are, are into very dense harmonies, like my playlist is like, I, I, I'm a big fan of it. Um, and I've, I'm sure just like the other guys on this, on this, on this chat, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look through all of these pieces and we all have like personal connections to each of the ones we pick. I'm sure like it's giving us PTSD, like going through, <laughs> going through the list. We've all had that. A lot of PTSD for me. Yeah, like Ines 2 Architect was the first thing I played when I, when I joined the LPO. We did it in, we did it in, in uh, Romania, actually. So oh, that, wow. that's got a big connection to me. Um, but like I said, I think I've got a little bit of a uh, skewed view with, with the harmonies. And uh, if that's what you're into, I think you should totally take a listen to it. But listen, a lot of variety in there. You've got the Ravel String Quartet, a very yeah. kind of light effervescent piece. The Beethoven Septet is very classical in a way. So I think there's a lot of variety as well. But yeah, some intense romantic pieces too. So I like all of the choices from all of our competitors. And I want to thank everybody. I'm just looking through some interesting things. I'm not sure if anybody else has any ideas about some stuff that got left off, but we didn't see, we didn't see a lot of, uh, there's, you know, no Beethoven violin sonatas got taken, no Mozart violin sonatas got taken, no Brahms violin sonatas got taken. No Shostak sonata too. Yeah, true, true. No uh, Shostakovich piano trios, no Shostakovich quartets, no Bartok quartets. It's just there's a lot of good chamber music out there. The Dvorak Piano Quintet. I can't believe that didn't go. Dvorak Piano Quintet, I think, would get in 100 grade from me. Did not go. A lot of 100s did not go. But, you know, 
listen, that's part of the drafting process. People were strategizing, building their lineups, and we've got a lot of 100s taken here too. So I think it's, a, it's just a testament to how much good chamber music there is out there. We hope this gives people some listening guides, try to listen to some of these lineups, evaluate them like you would a nice eight-course tasting menu. <laughs> all of your chefs here who have created this masterful playlist for all of you. And so with a little extra time on your hands, go and listen to some of these amazing pieces. I want to thank every one of our participants again for joining us today, our listeners for sticking with us. I hope this has been fun for them, as fun for them as it has been for us. And we will see everybody soon. So thanks again, everybody. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jacob. Bye.